electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC, Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Bulls looking to add to Tuesday's monster rally as PPI now gives us more disinflationary cues, down five-tenths. Biggest monthly drop in three and a half years. Retail sales soften up a bit as well. Ten-year goes to 442 today. Our roadmap begins with Target, though, smashing expectations. Shares are surging ahead of the open, even as shoppers pull back a bit. Plus, rally mode, the S&P and NASDAQ notched what was the best day they've had since April. The Magnificent Seven stocks adding more than $200 billion to their market caps. That was just one day. And it may be that we have more gains on tap today. Stay tuned. President Biden is set to meet China's Xi Jinping. That's just a few hours uh, from now. And, of course, one question, how China's economic slowdown factors into today's historic talks. Let's get to Target, surging on this Q3 earnings beat. Holiday quarter profit guidance largely above consensus. Company cites some lower inventory levels and supply chain costs. Comps did fall 4.9 on weakness in discretionary. That's the biggest drop in comps since 2009. Here's Brian Cornell on the call. While we're happy to see inflation rates moderating this year, if you compare industry pricing in key categories back to 2020, food at home pricing for families has increased 25% overall and in some areas, up to 30%. And if you're a parent raising a baby, you're facing increases of more than 30% on baby food and formula too. And that's in addition to persistent increases in a variety of other categories. So when you layer on the impact of higher energy prices, it all puts pressure on discretionary spending. Jim, you're going to have a lot of time to chat with him tonight. Yeah, and I think that Brian delivered the kind of quarter that you really want to see in terms of not having a lot of inventory. Uh, which is so important going into Christmas. And you got the right inventory, even better. And a lot of it is, by the way, is own private brands, which are selling like mad. I think that in the same way that you go to Costco and you buy the Kirkland Signature, which is actually a premium private label, he has premium private labels. He's got about geez, like close to $30 billion worth of those. Now, look, I mean, he did make the point. And I think it's really important that we're not back to where we were in 2019. A lot of people keep thinking, well, inflation's under control. What Brian's talking about is, David, there's just a huge amount of money going to things that make it so you don't spend a lot of money at Target. And that's one of the reasons why you have to have inexpensive products to sell. Right. Do you think this starts a new trend for this company or and or a new yes. positive one? Because yes. they have gone through so much over these last, let's call it, couple of years, whether it was boycotts, whether it was shrink and or uh, uh, theft, uh, and on from there. Well, I think it's good that you mentioned that. Uh, the shrink is better. They've actually went over with me last night about all the things that, that are working to make shrink to be much less a piece of the puzzle that was so negative. Of course, he never gave in to the idea that the cashier should be law enforcement, and that was one of the reasons why I think you remember he runs a very tight ship in terms of being having a, a I don't want to say good attitude because it sounds almost like you know, Pollyannish, but he was always protective of his workers, which then hurt him the most, I felt, for shrink. But I, I will point out, David, he's got this strategy of doing partnerships. 
Right now, it's the Starbucks strategy that is crushing it, just crushing it. He's made it so that there's Starbucks, you pull up and you can get a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I, I know that Luxman Narasimhan spoke to me too about how important this is. He's got a great strategy with Ulta, which by the way, Elf is now one of the biggest sellers because Ulta sells that. And the CVS is working for him better than it is for CVS. So I, I think there's a lot here that I like. I think that, is it a new one? Well, it's back to where you know, the stock is incredibly cheap. Yeah, I'm going to compare this, by the way, we'll compare it to TJX. And my chapel trust on TJX. It's been one of the biggest winners, but it always goes down when it reports. You said always. people are sick of these two names going higher. That's what yeah, you tweeted this morning. There's sickness. There's like ennui. There's ennui. There's <laughs> Magnificent Seven ennui, which what? It added the, the uh, value of what Luxembourg? I mean, who added something? It added this, it added that. I mean, like, you know, it added the value of, I don't know, the GDP of. Uh, of California. I mean, who cares? By the way, that 200 billion sounds way I low. Thought it was for low. Yes, that sounds way low. Billion, I, started did, thinking, I, I bet you somebody did bad math. Apple alone. No, yesterday. no, they, they, got, they must have Intel in there, and they, they took out Nvidia. Yeah, no, that's that probably was. No, close. I'm going to no. go. I'm going to check those numbers. Yeah, but yeah, back yeah, to TJX and Target. I mean, yeah. TJX, I always like to point out to people, is twice the size of Target market cap wise, even more. Well, it's, it's such be. a big company. It's a quiet company. We don't talk about it as well, often. Because they're the least promotional. I asked them to come on. I gave up. You know, I gave up asking them to come on. I ask anyone to come on. I mean. Literally, I like bet. Listen, they had a beat and a raise, right? Marmax home goods yeah. sales was good. And by the way, very different in some but, ways than Target. Their traffic was very strong. But, David, they always give you a couple pennies light when they give you your forecast. So then when they port the number, it beats. And people, This is a stair-step stock. Uh-huh. And I have found it so hard to own for the Chapel Trust because every time you get to the earnings, the stock is going up into it. They throw cold water on the big projections, and then it goes down a little bit. And you wait four days, and you buy it again. Right. It's kind of like a migraine. A couple things on target. Uh, gross margin uh, goes to 27.4. We were at 24. That was nice. Uh, the pre-COVID uh, peak was 32. Yeah, that's yes. Yeah. So it has lots of room. One of the reasons why I think that it can do more is because it's just it's just starting. Beauty, by the way, uh, a savior category as some of these discretionary well, categories suffer. You know, Ulta. The way people go. I mean, Ulta was a great uh, ride post to to Coles going with Sephora. Now Kohl's has rebranded Kohl's Sephora because they finally have a reason to go there. Uh, but I, I keep coming back to the, how the private label is doing incredibly well. You know, it's tough. Um, you're up against this new Figment um, is one of their best private label levels to yeah, sell it. But it's up, it's, you're up against uh, we're still Walmart. Looking at comp sales here. They you're were still down 4.9%. Now, that was better than was anticipated hey, it's, it's by the It's like Joey Brown, company. my friend. It's like Joey Brown. They okay. Can- <laughs> Nobody's, Nobody's perfect. perfect. Thank you. They controlled inventory very well, hence the margin that we just discussed, uh, and they continue to. But there are, there's not an insignificant chance that next year they still comp negative, Jim. I'm betting with Brian. And by the way, when you do a, a two dollar and ten number, when I'm looking for a buck forty-seven, I'm not going to. Oh yeah, the I, profitability. I'm not on that parade. The profitability was far more than than again. Got a lot of money to do a lot of things. Look, look, David, they have to pivot even harder toward their own brands, I think. I'm going to talk about that with Brian tonight. Right. And, Carl, in the end, there's so much that's food. Now, there is, he does, you know, I'm not saying that there is no shrink, okay? Because the, the benefits are partially offset by higher inventory shrinks, so he does mention that. But I think that they have, the biggest problem that, that Target has is that Walmart looks real good. Yeah, well, we're going to they find look out. so good. We'll find out how good in a little bit. They um, need to have more sporting goods. There is a There is a story on the tape this morning that some of these retailers, including Costco, Target, others, are rethinking self-checkout because that is a source of shrink. That is just self-checkout. The best piece ever 
of all. You have to look, David. One of the things that you've taught me: yes. look at all sorts of publications, yes. including like the Times when we get to Zaz. Yes. Atlantic had a piece about the disaster that is self-checkout, and Costco talked about how like people have watermelons underneath the cart and they forget to check out. No, the hey, fact that that people are being are once again are replacing. Uh, the machines. Well, it's easy. I was got a haircut yesterday from Eddie, and I, well, I said, hey, it's great to see you. I walked out. I said, shoot, I didn't pay him. That is what self-checkout is. And by the way, in your CBS, your self-checkout is like falling all over the place, and then it's like you call a guy, and he says, don't worry about that. I know. Don't worry, don't worry about, about that. that. That's I fantastic. No, don't worry about uh, yeah, price. Don't worry about Band-Aids. That. Don't worry about that. No, I know. Those razor blades. I forgot to, I forgot yeah, to oh go my, It's like they're yeah. giving away stuff at yeah. the store. Oops. Oops. My do, bad. Do yeah. you see the chocolate aisle on Water Street at Dwayne Reed? It's always empty. Mm. What's that for? Just say, tell them, listen, take that. Right, take don't, that. Don't take, steal the take other stuff. Take the chocolate. Um, guys, I wanted to um, uh, talk a, a bit about uh, Disney right now because there's a story what, that there on our website. Uh, thanks. What do you got? Uh, you got something? Uh, yeah, I've got a little something. Okay. Uh, I mean, we got a little something we want to put some perspective around because that's important. But the um, activist spotlight, uh, our friend Ken Squire at 13D Monitor uh, notes that uh, Value Act has been building a stake oh, in Disney. Oh, come on. And um, that is the case. Uh, certainly can also confirm that. But, you know, it, it, very different, very different from what we talk about with Nelson Peltz and uh, the possibility still of him running a slate of nominees oh, for Disney. Yeah. This is not the case here at all. Okay. Uh, however, I can tell you, and again, uh, Ken reporting this as well, that this is a large position for Value Act. It's about $11 billion firm, so you can take a guess. Don't know where it is, you know, probably a billion, maybe less, somewhere in there as a guess. They started building this in the summer. They continue to buy stock, is my understanding as well. And they've talked to Bob Iger. Mason Morford, who runs Value Act, has been in constant discussion, not constant, has been in discussion with Iger, is supportive of the current strategy. And in fact, they've known each other for years. Morfitt, uh, you know, they've done some media stuff in the past. Obviously, Jeff Ubbin, who I've known, who I know quite well, who used to run this firm, founded this firm, was on the Fox board. Uh, New York Times is another name they did. Uh, Spotify. Jeez, those um, are wins. The Times has some great And to remind people, they came in in Salesforce Value Act, remember? And yeah. sort of acted as kind of the, almost the, the peacemaker with all the other activists. And then Mason went on the board. Now, unclear to me whether, in fact, that would actually occur here, but you can't dismiss that as a possibility, and it would almost be used to, to blunt any opportunity that they might see in terms of pelts by saying, hey, we're putting this guy on the board. He's got some of the background we're looking for. They are an activist, but again, sort of broadly speaking, that's a definition there that is not necessarily the same in terms of how it applies. My understanding is, listen, they like the theme parks business, as you might imagine, in terms of the cash that it's providing. Um, 10 billion of profits for the parks, uh, the streaming wars resolution. They just feel like there are multiple decision points that are going to end up being positive. And as I said, this is a supportive activist at this point. Did you read Deutsche Bank? Although one that is important when it comes to succession. They have been involved previously in succession, particularly most notably at Microsoft. Of course, that worked out pretty darn well. That's very good. Mason was on the Jeez. board there. Briefly overlapped with Hugh Johnson, I think, who is the CFO now at Disney, but also, I think, with their general counsel as well on that board. So we'll see how this ends up, but wanted to note it. Thanks again to Ken Squire right, so as well at 13D Monitor for bringing that to CNBC.com. Are you saying that Mason could be, could be like uh, what happened with Elliot as Peltz? Like, Elliot comes in, not happy at all, 
with Mark Benioff. Yes, yes, that's exactly Peltz what comes saying. in and is still not that thrilled, by the way, what's going on at Disney. You should know that. Right. And these guys come in and say, hey, yeah. you know, we can make something yeah. work. We'll be there. We can but be Peltz want, right. does Peltz want on the board? I think if the stock Peltz doesn't go up soon. Peltz still wants on the I mean, board, Jim. You tell bucks. me. Yes, uh, uh, yes. I, because and, there's a lot of things that are wrong. Disney does not want him on the board. Well, and so there is still the potential of a fight there. There are. I think there's a sense after this last quarter that Disney is in a better position, certainly than it was even a short time ago. Um, you know, we've well, reported on and talked about the fact that much of the stake that Tryon claims is really Ike Perlmutter's stock, which is interesting. Well, what? What's the matter with that? Well, they didn't put up their own money. That's the, what's well, the matter. Who cares? Ike what do you mean, who cares? Who can't? They're what, an activist. Ike, Ike Perlmutter's friends with, with Nelson Bell. How about this? How about this? That the stock is down big, and, and Ike Perlmutter has every reason to be agitated. Completely wrong. True. I mean, he's been true. crushed. Completely true. And he's outsourcing the form of activism to his friend, Mr. Peltz. Outsourcing. Right. What do you think? It's like automatic data processing or something? Outsourcing. Um, anyhow, Aramark? Uh, we've shared what we have on Value Act at this point, but they will, you know, they're an important uh, shareholder here. I like not them. one of the, I mean, again, a billion bucks, you know, it's still percentage wise, not much. Well, look, the Deutsche Bank piece is talking even about Even if the it term. is that high, and I'm not sure it is. It's talking about a turn. Yes, positive piece of It's a very positive Bank piece, but I don't, I don't, look, I think that, you know, you get these guys, the billionaire class, okay? And if they lose a lot of money uh, after they built a, a lifetime of a business and then it gets turned into something that people don't think is any good, well, they get angry. I don't, Carl, there's nothing the matter with being angry when you lose billions. I mean, even billionaires, when they lose billions, are, have a right to be angry. I mean, not that Lennon, Lennon did not agree with it. Vlad. The rich are just like us. They're angry when they lose money. It's the wrong you're talking about when you mention Lennon. You do? Sadly, you're not talking about John, who I love. But, yeah, you're talking about Vlad. What is to be done, David? Still the best book I've read on the revolution. I've always pointed out, Chernyshevsky wrote it before uh, Lennon did. You don't like E. Chernyshevsky? Chernyshevsky, what? Jewish general that was the first to go into I don't know anything more than that. Went into Kronenberg. I remember this. He was killed 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 with the thing from Russian history, I think in college. That's all I remember. Stalin said, let's send a Jewish general into Germany. Yesterday was Catherine of Siena, so it's our daily lesson. Yeah, well, this is Chernyshevsky. I tried to write a a biography of him. There's just not enough there. I don't speak German or Russian. Different person we're talking about, by the way. I'm just talking about when I was going to quit here, I was going to write a biography of I.D. Chernyshevsky. Okay. Youngest lieutenant general. It's not too late. It's never too long. I'll oh. encourage you, perhaps. Indeed. And, and you know who I've got helping me with that? Gunnar. <laughs> Gunnar from, from uh, yes. the, the, the Warner Brothers. Yes, we're going to talk uh, this piece in the Times about Warner Brothers. Take a look at the pre-market here. We'll talk about uh, the China data and, of course, President Xi on U.S. soil. We'll get to Microsoft, Affirm, NVIDIA, some calls on Raytheon and Netflix when we come back. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM. 
a leading global asset manager. As we said, markets looking to extend yesterday's rally where we got huge outperformance, Jim, out of the Russell, out of the most shorted, out of non-profitable tech, up 7.5. I was dazzled about the Russell and to see how those stocks have been so beaten down. You know, Carl, we've had a tremendous bear market in everything non-magnificent seven. And I think that what happened yesterday was, even though the Mason 7 did well, was the denouement of the bear market that's lasted for a couple of years in these. And you know, it's funny. People, when you talk to the, I talk to so many people because of man money, like people don't seem to realize that we have been in a bear market for a lot of different stocks that just kind of, just people have given up on, especially everything financial. I mean, I got a guy who calls me every night on KeyBank. I'm like, yeah, no, it's the same thing as yesterday. I don't like KeyBank. But suddenly I'm like, hey, KeyBank, interesting yield. <laughs> um, the uh, headline in the journal today is the elusive soft landing is coming into view. Yes. Um, we do have Costin saying 12-month target, up maybe up 5 6% with dividends. Just I, stay invested is what it is. No, Costin's a, you know, he's happy-go-lucky guy on that piece. I say put your trade tables back your seat in the upright position because we are about to land on PAL Airlines, and there is no foam on that runway. You don't need it. None? Just no. Nice, you'll be on the jetway nice, soon. Will you think, landing, you think you'll thank PAL? You think you'll thank PAL? Barely hear the wheels coming down. That's exactly right. There's not a single, I've got 4,000 pieces here and not a single word about how great, what great job PAL did. It's almost as if the, the algorithms did a great job. I think everybody's afraid to, to, to ring the bell yet and say we're done. Well, it's, it's like if you, if, you rake, if you say something good about a movie before it comes out. I keep trying to get you to go to the Zaslav piece. Not, you won't go. I haven't even read it. I was told to read it because you had read it. Why would I read this? I lived it. Ha. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I mean, my God, how I many words? How many words on the media I, business? I had to read Enough it because I, I got the words. David's going to comment Enough. on it. So there you better are be ready. some implications things. about what they do about basketball, what they do about leverage. Oh, boy. Right? Basketball, John Malone told me last week. It's like they can't pay for it. They need tech. It's like... Done. All right. Okay, settle then, I guess. <laughs> That's what he said. It's like, yeah. Look, look. It's really I, I, hard. I went back over because I got a 12 o'clock call being blatantly promotional for the investment club. Yeah. I went back over the Amazon call. Yes. And there's this moment where Jassy, who's just a giant sports fan, giant sports fan, just to, you know, and Brian Oslovsky, the, the CFO, it's giant sports fans. Yeah. They talk about the NFL, right? Right. I mean, I think there isn't a live sport that they don't want. And then understatedly, David, do you think that Eddie Q doesn't want every single live sport after that coup for Major League Soccer? I don't know, Jim. I'll defer to you on that. I will say yeah, that defer, I do not I, hear on the whole ES, back to Disney for a second, the whole ESPN partnership thing. Those yeah. are not the names I'm hearing. You know, I hear, no, they're not. I hear no. Verizon. I hear NFL and NBA. Frankly, I scratch my head on all of them. But, they're head scratchers, but I hear but, also uh, that I don't Apple's hear, in the mix. I don't hear Apple. I don't. I don't. No, hear that. I know. I mean, Apple. Where? What? If, I, I if Apple Adam's hasn't surfaced so. now, maybe Apple doesn't surface. Yeah. Uh, Disney. The theme park expansion was good to hear. Any, I think. Any that, thoughts though on the market before we go to break? Any broader thoughts here? Oh, Does you want the me to, momentum continue in the magnificent no, seven? No, no, we have the we have the in, you know interest rates are not great today. Uh, the magnificent seven. We had a note today about someone taking trimming Nvidia because it's up so much. I think we're probably in a trim day, perhaps. Although the Goldman desk yesterday said, all right, NVIDIA up nearly 20% in 10 days. Look over the past five years, that's not that abnormal. No, NVIDIA has, if you look back, 
you'll see. I was the reason I, I fell in love with Nvidia and named my dog after it was that if you look back. After every couple of years, you look back what it was trading at. It was trading 16 times earnings. You thought it was at 180 times earnings. That's because uh, Jensen Wong is, uh, he cares tremendously about earnings per share and about, about growth. I'm saying that doesn't, I don't mean to, I don't make that, I don't want to sound facetious, but if you, know, if you talk to Elon Musk, he cares about taking over the world. Uh, Tim Cook wants to offer the single best pro- uh, technology there is imaginable. Amazon wants to have the greatest revenues. And Microsoft then, wants all that. And, and then we're going to get Ignite. We're going to get Nadella's keynote today. And it's going to be amazing. It'll be amazing because he's got actual artificial intelligence products that work. But who is behind that? It's all NVIDIA. And this Grace Hopper, this H200, I mean, that is what, I mean, it, she's coming hat in hand, hoping for Grace Hopper. And he ain't going to get it. He's not going to get the H200. The H200 is the bedrock next generation AI product. Yeah, there's no way we're giving that to China, letting we, China have that. No, that's like, to me, it's like you know, giving away the H-bomb. I don't mean it that, you know, I don't right. yeah, exactly. I'm just saying that it's coveted. Yes. I don't want to make, no, you know, we're not going nuclear. No. Okay? Please, Never. No. Oppenheimer. Good movie. Universal picture. Uh, we'll get Kramer's Mad Dash, count down to the opening bell, uh, take a look at futures here. If we do get to 45.13, that will be a full 10% uh, off the October lows. We'll watch it when we get the opening bell in a few minutes. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds. Thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magirite is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. After yesterday, here come some of the upgrades. Uh, B of A ups American Eagle, and JP Morgan ups VF Corp. Back in Dow with a great presentation. I know you're not supposed to talk during this block because it's just be that, but I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Matt Boss goes to neutral, uh, goes from 15 to 19. We'll see how much of this holds when we get the opening bell in five minutes. And don't forget, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Get to a mad dash before we get you an opening bell. Uh, you want to talk a little RTX? Monster piece today by Redburn Atlantic called RTX Grounded. Now, this is the old Raytheon Technologies, Greg Hayes. Uh, and it talks about how many problems you're going to have with the GTF, which is their special engine, which they say geared good but grounded. I take issue with this whole piece. You do? That's a yes. long piece there. Well, it's as long as that article you made me read about Zaslav. Uh, uh, risk one, more unexpected losses. Greg Hayes point blank told me that's not going to happen. I I think he's a man of his word. Number two, market share loss. It's almost impossible to lose share given how extensive you are integrated into an airline air, and an airplane. Risk three, entry into service of the advantage that 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 is could possibly be, but that's just a risk about innovation. So I would take the other side of the RTX uh, because I think that Greg Hayes is a man of his word. I think he's going to be able to contain the losses. Don't forget, military is very strong for them. I imagine how many man hours went into this, and it took you 40 seconds to basically say, don't listen to it. Okay. Well, I mean, I liked War and Peace. I zapped that thing down. I, I, I scarf that one. No, I mean, look, you either believe Greg Hayes when he says that it's under control or you don't. And don't forget, military is gigantic for them. I mean, a lot of people forget. Like, when you think the Boeing, like, Boeing says, hey, you know what? We have this business. Military. Turns out to be good. GE, military. Turns out to be good. 
understand what's happening. It's important to watch. Let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC Real-Time Exchange. To the big board, it is Motorola Solutions celebrating its new brand narrative, Solving for Safer. And we are going to talk to Greg Brown in just a few minutes. Over the NASDAQ, it is a firm doing the honors gym yesterday, up 12, as they reiterate some of their GMB and margin targets. I'm putting it yesterday, I was telling you, do you think that such and such a company is still senior growth or junior growth? I forgot about Lou Lynch Bullock. I'm putting together a junior growth list that I think has survived this period of the bear market and a firm is on it. Max Lepton has cut it. Yeah, you've got a list of names that came public all kind of around the same period yes, that you think were. are survivors. Yes, I think that a firm is. Uh, I definitely, I have to tell you, I think Global Foundries, you know, last week they were on, and I don't think that people greeted it that with as well as they should have. It's not as growth as much of a growth stock, but DoorDash is definite. And DraftKings, I got to tell you, I think that Jason Robbins has, I know there's others coming in, including Disney. But the Jason Robbins, and what he's doing, he's carpet bombing everybody with the, you get 150 bucks if you open, you know, I don't know, David, do you have an account? You get 150 bucks right now if you open it. Uh, I mean, it's like, remember you used to get a toaster when you open an account of City? It's better. Or your local savings. You can't gamble with a toaster. Thank you. There's there's your Uh, real takeaway of today's show. uh, That is quite a chart. Yeah, I mean, year-to-date, that is like an NVIDIA-like year-to-day game. Jason gets it. And I've got to tell you, if you feel you're playing against the man, go play against somebody else. I played against Jason. I beat him. And I do DFS. I pay like five bucks and I just watch it. And just him just, it's glorious. I, I put five bucks down, I made 94 bucks. Yeah. David, how many stocks can you say about that you, that you, that DraftKings is, is, is the king? I know I there's not, lots of I had not realized quite the success they've had in you know the stock market this year. Do you know that it was a SPAC? I remember that it was a SPAC, yes. Do you know I remember who was behind the SPAC. Are and it was, any good? It was one of the few true success stories in SPAC, SPAC land. And that was because the technology is amazing. It's just such an easy site to use. And by the way, you don't gamble. Uh, you gamble responsibly just from the fact that it makes it really hard to gamble. But I am a big believer. I live in Jersey, so I can just gamble my darn full head <laughs> if I want to. But before every you know, before the 1 o'clock games, I put down five. You know, there's a lot of different. I make my lineup. Especially because, like, everybody, as you were saying earlier, because of the injuries in the NFL, your fantasy lineup is probably decimated by now. So you go in and you play DFS and you watch Schefter. So you go short duration. Yes, you go short duration. (laughs) Three years, you're still down. What? On DraftKings, you're down in three years, if you held it for three years. I mean, what a a bummer, David. Sorry. David. That's what I'm here for. David, have a cookie, man. Have a cookie? Yeah, be happy. You can't be happy. I'll I'll guys, all right, I'll spend the rest of the hour reading this story in the New York Times about I just cut to the Just cut to the page oh, where he says my. he's got great assets. He's undeterred. He laid off thousands of people. Just cut to the page. He's got the great assets. Right. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? I have so many things to talk about. I know there are. So yeah. Talk okay. About. Okay. So let's just go there. Let's talk about when you get a turn <laughs> yes, by Bracken Darrell. Bracken Darrell's from, he's from Logitech. Yep. Now, this VF Corp, Dave, is the worst performer in, like, the history of the Western world, all right? And it by the way, the previous well. CEO, I'm not, I, not, not, the, not the guy Ben Adora came in from this temporary from Clarks. Previous CEO, I'm, I'm not going to mention because I'm, I'm a really nice fella. But this stock, if you look at, you want to see a stock, give me a five-year chart. You're going to see, you're going to see the destruction, destruction of capital of like you wouldn't see. Yeah, Other than when Lem takes all the money and puts it in the chimney, 
Yeah, that's this was Matt, shield? We mentioned this in the, in the cluster. Look at uh, that. Down uh, last 24 months, down 80% versus S&P down five. Uh, you know, it's Vans. Okay, Vans. You know, you got uh, one one got hit yesterday on the number, but yeah, I mean that is terrible. So he has come in. He stepped in from being very successful at Logitech. Now he used to be at uh, P&G before. That's how he knew. By the way, that's how that's how he knew Ben Adore, the yep. CEO from Clorox, who's now interim. And I think he can turn it around. I had him on. I couldn't believe a guy came on call with the quarter. Who comes on after a horrendous quarter and lays out a plan? Bracken Darrell does. And I know that it's turn, really hard to turn out apparel. Patrice LeVay, by the way, never really turned, but uh, Ralph, Ralph Lawrence who is so much better than the stock is. But I will tell you that they have brands at VF that he can, that he can ignite. Turning around a sneaker company is very, very hard, but New Balance has turned, although it's not public. Well, look at TJX Apparel up seven. Home up nine. Oh, Home Goods is so good. And by the way, if you if you're not if you haven't bought your Thanksgiving stuff at, at TJ at uh, Home Goods, forget it. It's gone. It's gone. But this stock always does this. People freak out. They say, okay, what's the matter? Oh, it's the Astro Week. Oh, it's a conservative guide. Just four days from now, buy it. Four days. I know. You think you think Walmart's four common? days? Sorry. No, well, say. that's how long it's like. That's what I said. It's like migrate. Is that four trading days? Does that include a four. weekend? Just want to make sure. What if one day is a holiday? Four days? Not you three. Cut, not you cut me into the quick. Um, no, I'm just saying that there is a. It's kind of like a, the pause that refreshes. And is look. Can we have a TJX chart so you can see what every quarter it's like this? And T, look at. Will you look at that? That, that says it all right. There. And then we just need to see Nvidia's chart too, because I need like I need the high of Nvidia. Just give me the high. This is the kind of natural high that they're never going to do a movie. They're never going to do a series on Netflix about this high. Right? They always do about all these other There's highs. There's an endorphin rush just looking at the chart. Yes, there is. It's just like it's like after having all that turkey, David. Yeah. Tryptophan. Tryptophan, yeah. Look at that thing. It's going to take out 500. But no, someone has to trim it. Some buzzkill like Faber. <laughs> Go ahead, David. Say something bad about Apple. Uh, I haven't heard no, you lately. I could actually mention something about PayPal, because you seem to have warmed to that, too, with this new CEO. Well, how low can you go? Alex Chris. The new Why? CEO, he's like, he's from Intuit. There's a great firm Intuit. They, uh, I couldn't believe he left Intuit. They name a lot of new executives. They sort of put in their whole new management team, it looks like. Senior leadership changes, underscoring their co- uh, commitment to building a high-performing organization. Isabel Cruz. Chief People Officer, Michelle Gill, like, a lot of people joining there. And the CFO. They have a new CFO. Man. Yeah. Very tough. Uh, as, the, as the new CEO puts in his team. Okay. Um, you see, see the new CFO at Advanced Auto Parts? That was kind of bad. I did not see the that new CFO at Advanced Auto Parts. Yeah, dude, uh, they cut the full-year guide from 450 to 510 to 140 yeah. to 180. I'm calling that shortfall. Uh, they cut store growth. Uh, forecast. They see comps flat to slightly down now. How could they not have pre-announced? I mean, now the chart there is very, it's the, it's the inverse of NVIDIA, but I, I, I thought that was astonishing. And I hate it when the CFO just kind of goes, you know, like CFO's like gone, blown out. It's not usually a good sign when they're there one day and gone no, the next. It's not. Jim, what do you think is going on with some of these uh, locals voting against, in, in GM's case, this tentative. I, I think it's much to do about nothing. You I do. really don't think it'll matter. Uh, by the way, my, I, mean, I have a 12 o'clock uh, conference call today with the club, and I'm going to throw, I'm going to do a little um, remonstration about owning Ford, and we did sell some higher, but Ford is the one that's come through this the best. Ford has a lot of cash. I mean, 
I, I don't think people understand that Ford has firepower. GM, I, I was out and rode a cruise. Oh, wait, yes. I and know. I just loved it. And it looks like maybe it was that the kind of last cruise. You think that was the top it's for like self-driving? It's just ship of fools. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the suspension, some of the layoffs here, obviously, the regulatory pushback. But it's the same. I mean, cars are unsafe, not cruise. I mean, cruise, I I, I just find that I had Vera Mobility on yesterday, which is a company that does a lot of safety for cars. And look, if everybody had a self-driving car, we'd have far fewer deaths. But now you sound like Musk. That robots are safer than humans. I thought I was the inverse Musk. Holy cow. Uh, I, I think the statistics will prove that out. I know, but it's not, not working right now. We'll get, I, we'll get there eventually, lots more slowly well, than we thought. Yeah, it is more slowly. It's a shame because you know, machines don't get drunk, machines don't get no, drowsy. Machines don't text. And, and by the time they uh, takes over, he says, your machines are going to run you over. Who? Oh, there's Faber. Let's run him over. Who's going to well, I'm saying AI, so you oh. said it's going to kill us. Oh, yes, that's true. AI in a car. Yeah. Oh, no, Meanwhile, they, the dollar stores, will, which are will, not Target, are really will. on the move. That's good to know, Jim. Because I think what Brian Cornell was saying, which is this problem. Target is really the, on the move, up feeding, 16%. Feeding people, it just costs so much. It costs so much. It's just amazing how much. I mean, that's why these we have these fatuous individuals come and say, well, the Fed's going to start cutting. Like, they should talk to Jay. Jay Powell. Because, you know, Jay's like thinking about the, when you, when, you know, like when you go to Chili's, okay? Chili's is a lot more expensive than it used to be. That's true. So is so Olive Garden. So is everywhere. Yeah. Yes. You're but it's right. slowing. The increases are slowing. That's all it is. It's not deflation. No, it's just not. the increases it's are not. slowing. It's, we're not going you to don't see want to see deflation. Right. You don't I, want deflation. I want people to be able to go out and then have a spends. decent. Then have you a end decent. up like Japan for 30 years. Well, we're not no going to have that happen. No good. But I'll tell you, when the GOP ones come, look out vodka, look out bourbon. <laughs> really? Yeah, they just like, you know. You don't, want, pe- you don't want to drink either. People tell me. How about wine? That How about tequila? Agave spirits are exempted. <laughs> That's what I thought. Mezcal. You actually want you want more mezcal. Mezcal. GLP-1 equals mezcal consumption. I think that's David, what you want to say. You know Woodford Reserve? I, Wood, who, Woodford Reserve? Woodford You know Bullet? Yeah. That's like Jersey water and New York water. <laughs> Got it. You know? Um, guys, should point out Disney shares are up 3.5%. Well, you that did story that. We brought you uh, at the, towards the top of the hour. That act, uh, activist uh, fund value act has taken for it what is one of its largest positions. Wow. Again, as we explained, very different approach than, for example, Nelson Peltz's trying. They come in here. peace? They come in peace. Okay. Uh, many conversations between uh, Mason Morford, who runs the firm, and Bob Iger, who, of course, runs Disney. Uh, but there is the possibility that Morford could end up on that board. We'll see. Do you think Nothing that- says he will. Uh, they believe in the strategy. They're embracing it. They're still buying stock, apparently. But nonetheless, worth mentioning. And they will be involved, perhaps, uh, as a long-term shareholder in the succession plan that, while been put off, because really right. we thought... Last year, we thought now we'd be dealing with it because we'll have one more year to go. Correct. But, of course, he has extended for a few more years. Uh, I do think that Peltz is not happy with that board and feels that it's a bit of a rubber stamp board. I know. know, It could be interesting. Yeah. It's worth watching. Always. But I'm so – I am stuck on retail today because I am seeing – I mentioned Ralph Lauren earlier, Patrice LeVay. He had this amazing quarter, and I was you know, I talked to him, and I said, wow, this thing's going to take off. It did nothing. Today, because of Brian Cornell talking about people buying apparel, look at that monster. 
I mean, Brian Cornell, this is the Brian Cornell day. It is. It's Brian Cornell day. It really is. And, and good, because he has paid his dues. He has done great things. And by the way, if you ever dealt with them on a charity basis, they are extraordinary. When I was doing a Santa Claus shop. Yeah, but could go, we put up a Walmart versus Target for three years? Look a little different, uh, wouldn't it? Walmart's got great. David, you go with me to Walmart. You, I will get you things that will, you will love it. There you go. That's just that's. But I did, I did go to Goldman my Thank first you. day in a Kmart suit, and they sent me, they sent me home. I remember this I, I think story. it was right. That's an oldie but a goodie. We've, uh, I, I, we've discussed people, your we've got Kmart new viewers. Suit. New viewers. <laughs> new viewers. I wish we you see wish that we, guy over there. Yeah, Greg Brown. He's Mr. Gonna, CEO. He's going to join us very shortly. CEO of Motorola. So Suits. great when he was on Mad Money. When was he on Mad Money? Everyone's on Mad Money, David. It's like Carson. <laughs> We're meaning you work four days a week. I invite them back on the couch. <laughs> Do you have Joan Rivers is out there? Are you, are you Joan Rivers? Joan Rivers crossed him. <laughs> what? You Karn- you're Karnak, basically. I am Karnak. Yeah, you are. What group was on the most uh, for Letterman? Foo Fighters? No. What group? Yeah, what the new. I'll give you a hint. Group. I'll give you a hint. Eddie Vedder. Oh, yeah. Really? Makes sense. Oh. Yeah, number one. Yeah, Letterman liked his uh, yeah. 90s rock. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, let's check bonds before we go to break Daughter. here. Uh, still got some Fed speak to chop through today. Bar uh, just crossed and Barkin coming up at 3.30. Didn't quite get to 45.13, which is that 10% jump from the October lows, but not far away. Dow's up 80. Be right back. Halfway through Q4, some of the big gainers on the NDX so far this quarter. There is CrowdStrike. Netflix today, B of A, adds to the U.S. one list, Jim. And that's a good list. CrowdStrike, I have Palo Alto on tonight, but they're neck and neck with Crowd, CrowdStrike. Zscaler just, is just always there. KLA 10 Corp, this is KLA Corp. Now, this is the beginning of the next se- next leg up of the 52-week high yesterday on KLA. And, of course, uh, Jim will have both uh, Palo Alto and Cisco to kick around tonight. Wow. <laughs> Dow's up 76, back after a break. Motorola Solutions ringing the opening bell right here at the New York Stock Exchange. The security-focused company highlighting its mission of providing safety across communities and businesses. Joining us now is Greg Brown, Motorola Solutions chairman and CEO. Second time we've had you in not that long. It's good to have you back. Thanks, David. Thanks Uh, for having me. All right. What is the point of this rebranding? I mean, frankly, I know what your company does at this point, having focused on it a bit recently. Is there a sense that perhaps a lot of investors don't? Yeah. So I think that, look, we split Motorola years ago, as you know. We divested non-strategic businesses, exited the cell phone business, and what we did is said we're, we're doubling down on all things public safety. The announcement this morning is the culmination of a multi-year journey where, David, we have built a public safety and security ecosystem that takes public safety and connects it to enterprises and businesses. So basically it connects people in need with those who can help. And so we thought it was appropriate to launch the new narrative. Our customers sure as heck know who we are and a lot of other people, but it was an opportune time to say, what is the new narrative of the company and what do we stand for? And today we announced solving for safer because it's not static, it's fluid. Solving because we're always innovating and safer because threats are always evolving and so are we. Yeah. So it's exciting to be here. Sadly, those threats are always evolving. In fact, it's frankly made you a growth company. I think you put up an 8% number last quarter. The expectations, even though you're not sharing guidance yet, right. are for more of the same. Why is this such a growth area, Greg? So I think to what you said, and I've said this to Jim before too, a lot of what we do is need to have, not nice to have. Who doesn't need safer communities, safer schools, safer businesses, safer critical infrastructure, 
say for hospitals or stadium, taking video security and automatically with artificial intelligence communicating through AI, access control, facility lockdown, immediately notifying people in a 911 command center. So we've built this ecosystem and it's demanded, it's in demand higher now than ever before. We've had great growth, but we also exited the quarter with record backlog, record orders, and David, the addressable market, even though we'll be in the zip code of 10 billion this year, the addressable market is 66 billion. So there's a lot of room to run, and what we do is highly in need. I think that's low. I'll tell you why, Greg. I don't know if you studied the, uh, the terrible main shooter. I did, yeah. But once again, we have people, you can't arrest them, you can't stop them. There's nothing, if you have schizophrenic, you can't just jail people, you can't detain them. Right. So we have to have some line of defense, particularly because we're very, you can get guns in this country. The line of defense in various ways might be you, the panic button. Absolutely. And to that point, um, that was a very important acquisition we made of Rave. Rave is a Framingham, Massachusetts company. Todd Pyatt, the former CEO, is in the audience today. But Rave is the internal nerve center that takes a lot of the incidents and feeds, and you can do an immediate panic button and distribute notification to law enforcement or security operations personnel. That was a missing ingredient, and for us it's key that we now have it. Last time you were on, we had a conversation about AI, and you delivered this statistic, which I still remember, about the number of seconds you can shave off a 911 call, yep. and the lives, the thousands of lives yep. you can save per year. Has that evolved since we last talked? No, if you reduce the 911 response by one minute, it saves 10,000 lives. That's an FCC reported number. So Jim, that's why we do public safety communications. We do video security and access control and surveillance. And we do it through all of the nerve center and security workflow through 911. So if a dispatcher can respond faster, if he or she can answer a call faster, if David Faber calls with an emergency speaking Spanish, and you're the dispatcher and you don't know it, we're doing AI real transcription and translation so the dispatcher hears the, the concern and the crisis in English. This is what Jensen Wong first felt would be the biggest use for, uh, for artificial intelligence would be that there are 27 languages spoken perfectly. Totally. And that's exactly what you need yeah. you know, on that 911 line. I remember my daughter was on one of these lines and it's like you know, people, they're desperate and they don't know how to say it, they can't articulate it. Yep. it you, you will probably be able to articulate it for them to the people who need it. So we're doing smart transcription in 911. Right. Over 90% of our video security cameras are AI enabled. And now we're deploying AI in the emergency communications, Apex Next, NYPD, where if someone's calling in, a first responder or a law enforcement officer to a dispatcher, we have an AI, we will have an AI voice assistant. So instead of the dispatcher yeah. trying to pull up everything they're hearing, it's hearing the voice, translating it, and populating the information quicker. If you get the information quicker, you can respond faster. If you can respond faster, you can save lives. Oh, that's so Powerful. great. Yeah. I mean, um, we, Greg, you know, in the brief time we have left, I mean, you've been at the helm of this company 16 years. You've transformed it. You've created an enormous amount of value along the way. You've fought with and been friends with activists. We talked a bit about that in your last. Someone's not. Someone's fought with this guy. This guy's like the greatest guy. You know, I'm just curious. <laughs> given that experience and the long experience, by the way, I mean, it's not many CEOs who are around for 16 years. Any broad advice you give to those who are in a leadership position at yeah. this point? So, and you know this, right, Carl Icahn. Uh, multiple years in the firm, uh, representation in the boardroom, Jeff Oven and Value Act. Did I think it was easy? Hell no. 
Did it make me a better CEO? Yeah. Did it make management better? Yes. Did it make board governance better? Yes, it did. So the advice I'd give is don't wait until somebody comes into your company. Where's the underbelly of your weakness? Is it products? Is it cost structure? Is it management? Is it board governance? Is it capital allocation? Management knows what you're doing well and what you're not doing well. The advice is be candid for what you're not doing well and act now, because if you don't, someone else will come in and we'll help you. Well, Greg, uh, uh, we always appreciate fantastic. you taking a little time with us. Thank fantastic. you. Love seeing you guys. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you. Great Thanks for having me. Great, Great stuff. Motorola Solutions. Jim, what's on Matt Okay, tonight? Nikesh Aurora from Palo Alto Networks. Uh, then, of course, uh, you have to have Brian Quinn up from Target if you're going to have a show. And then uh, yeah, Chuck Robbins, fresh off that Splunk acquisition, Dave, from Cisco. So. Tell Chuck I said hi. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, show tonight, Jim. Yeah. Thank you. That's Thank a you, lot. Buddy. Thank you. On a heck of a week. And my 12 o'clock And you did a great job today. This was a did great, I? You did a great job. Uh, did you see this piece about Sasla? <laughs> 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 Greg still wants to play. Greg, you want to just be it's a, a co-host? It's a four-man show a now. Uh, we love to have Can we get a wider shot? Thank you. Maybe retirement, you know, maybe and, after. And, and, if you and, ever you leave, know. you never know. Oh, anytime you want it. You'd be great. Right. We'd love you. Thanks, guys. All Absolutely. Right. We'll take a break. Dow's up 82. Uh, some of the gains here, a little restricted by yields, which are sticky. Ten years still, five or four, five, three. Back in a moment. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.